Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. What's the scoop on chores in your house? Who does the chores? Do the kids do the chores? Do you pay them to do the chores? What's going on in your home with regard to chores? I get asked questions about chores many times from parents. And I think, you know, as ever, I always say every household is different, every family is different, every child is different, every person's different. So there's no kind of blanket. Um, approach to it and what works for some families doesn't work for another. So I'm going to give you some ideas here with regard to chores and how we can help our children see the value in in doing chores because there are huge benefits that come from children doing chores and there are huge skills and or skill sets that they can develop as a result of doing them. So I know for for us in our family, we've had some the the chores when the kids were young. When the kids were younger, the chores were they were kind of up and down in our household. They were only as good as we were at monitoring them, and there were times where it just seemed too much to have to check and police and who's doing what when. So we had you know times where it all ran very smoothly and times where they didn't do very many. But overall, they've had to do, I think, enough that they realise the why and they are beginning to realise how it feels when we do contribute and towards the, the, the greater good, towards the family, towards the un- under underlying needs of a family and being a team. So it is very easy to start strong and fade so in, in terms of trying to commit to it and stay in it, whatever you decide, and I'll give you some ideas later, I always think it is a good idea to, to make lists, to maybe print out a table with the list of the chores, who's doing them when, and whether you actually hold them accountable and make them tick the boxes, that's up to you. I think that that is a good way to hold everyone accountable and to make sure they get done and a way in which you can you know add add things to the list and take things off the list and and go with what's what's working and let go of what doesn't so uh, what we like to do was I looked at what were kind of the daily things what were the daily activities that the kids could contribute to and then what are the weekly activities that they can contribute to and, you know, you can look at what goes on in your house, but by and large, everyone is dealing with garbage. Everyone's dealing with recycling. Everyone's dealing with dishwashers and everyone's dealing with washing up. So those are those are five things that could be divided among your children. 
We found what worked best was for the kids to have one chore for a week rather than alternate it every night because half the time they'd go, no, you did it last night. It's my turn to do this tonight. You did it last time. That's the easy chore. Whatever. That went, that drove me up the wall. So I found it was better when they had a week of one chore. So for a week, one of them emptied the dishwasher in the mornings. For a week, one of them um, stacked the dishwasher after dinner. And for a week, one of them washed up post-dinner. And that worked really well for us. It worked as well as long as we, I kind of policed it. And at times I'd get, you know, maybe a bit hard on the kids. If I wasn't policing it, they didn't do it. But I had to always remind myself, they're kids. They don't want to do the washing up or the dishwasher or whatever. So I have to go easy on on me expecting them to do it without a nudge, without a reminder. And once I accepted that and let go of my idea that it would be so nice if they didn't have to be reminded, then the reminding was was okay because I just took the reminder as being part of the whole thing. Um, the fun thing that, that helped us as well was in the evenings after dinner, we would choose a tune. We would choose a, a music and we'd pump up the tunes and we would all clean up and listen to a track on 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 the on the stereo. So you're on Spotify. So you can that's that's an idea for you. For the random chores, things like washing the car, maybe doing some gardening, clearing out the garage, or even clearing out their their uh, closet or their chest of drawers. Those are kind of one-offs. So what we tended to do was when we wanted that to happen, we had a a day like on a Sunday if we were at home we would say okay between two and three today we're all going to do something what do you need to work on what am I working on what are we all working on and if it was to be out in the garden then we all went out into the garden together we decided on what time worked for everyone and we all went out and we we did it and that worked really well for us so hopefully there's some ideas there for you But I think the most powerful thing that kids do not realize they get from doing chores is that we get this amazing sense of accomplishment when we feel we have contributed to the greater good, when we have served. And it's not something kids kind of inherently understand, but it begins to seep in. And I think we can start to build this and this into the daily lives of our kids to help them develop this skill set. Because when we give and when we serve and we contribute, it makes us feel really good. It also makes us feel like we belong. It makes us feel like we're needed. It makes us feel capable. It increases our sense of self-worth. So these are amazing things that we can give our children through getting them to contribute to daily chores, weekly chores, random chores. But I think doing it as a family really does help so the kid doesn't feel isolated. It's just me having to go out into the garden and do the weeding for mum. Oh, it's always me. Rather than all of us are doing, it's the team approach. And, you know, every child needs to be seen, heard, feel like they belong, feel needed feel capable, feel like they matter, feel like they're worthy, and and all these, these things. And many of those can be given to them through chores, 
And chores is a horrible word, but you, you know what I mean here. Before I go, the last thing I want to just discuss is whether or not we should pay our children for chores. And that really is entirely up to you. It's your decision. We chose not to because we believe there are certain things that you just have to do if you're part of a team, part of a family. And I think it helps build in our children that, um, you know, they might not want to do it, but they know they have to do it. And in life, there's lots of things we don't want to do, but we know we have to. So I think it's a, a valuable lesson for our kids to be doing things that they're not remunerated for. But on the flip side of that, if you feel that you can, they can learn from being paid to do chores, then I think we have to look beyond the just why, why they're actually doing the weeding or why they're doing the garbage. And looking beyond is we want them to learn to grow, to learn a new skill set, to equip them with what they need when they leave the home. And as far as I'm concerned, my kids need to know that there's certain things you have to do when you rent a home, when you run a home, and when you're out on your own in the world, when you're at, at working for a company, when you're working for one other person. There's that we have to be able to tolerate our frustration. We have to delay gratification. So chores can teach them all of that. They're frustrated. They don't want to do the dishwasher, but they have to. They don't want to do the dishwasher because there's something they'd much rather be doing right now. So they have to delay the gratification and do the non-preferred activity before the, the preferred. So hopefully that's given you lots of food for thought and some ideas to help you perhaps help your kids get on uh, a, a better path with regard to ch doing their chores and contributing to the family and to the team. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. And as ever, if you've enjoyed this show, please do hop over onto iTunes and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. And until next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.